Hello, hello. It has been way too long. This is your good friend, Julia, speaking. I am so sorry that I haven't done one in a while. It has been... November was just trying to figure myself up, and then my adoptive grandpa passed away, so that was really hard, so I've been trying to work through just the emotions and the mourning process of that, so... Yeah, it has been a long journey since the last podcast, but I hope you are all doing well and staying safe, especially with how COVID has just been taking a toll in some places here and there, you know, but yeah, in Manitoba, it is just, yeah, a wreck. So thankfully we have better regulations, but yeah, I hope that helps put cases down because being out in in town now like I only go back into town for like work and stuff but otherwise it's just trying to stay safe and stay at home so that's what me and my family are doing but anyway I won't talk too much about that because it's kind of a downer conversation but yeah I have a lovely idea for Christmas time because Christmas time is just the best time of the year we're celebrating just Jesus coming down as a little baby and just wanting to be more near to us like it blows my mind that the God of the universe would come down as a small baby and start from like basically from scratch and basically go through what we go through with like growing up learning to walk learning to talk having like his brothers and I think I think he might have had a couple of sisters. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, it is just, it's going to be fun because I thought, why not do part of the Christmas story, I I think every week? Yeah, every week up till Christmas because you can kind of break it into four parts. Jesus' birth foretold. Then you have really Jesus' birth, the shepherds, and then the wise men. So, yeah, I'm hoping to make this a four-part series. So, we'll probably read, yeah, we're going to read from Matthew, hold on, Matthew 1, 18 to 25, and Luke 1, 26 to 38, so if you want to join me in reading, that would be really fun. Like I said, I, well, I actually haven't said it yet, <laughs> but this is, I just wanted to be a chill time, kind of just, if you want, you can get cozy, grab tea, coffee, I don't drink coffee, but you know. And just sit in this and it's not going to be anything like, oh my gosh, you sin. More like just laying down the facts of the lessons you can kind of get out of these, these stories that are, and like a true story that happened. So yeah, let's jump into it and I hope you enjoy. So, I thought it'd be best, because I found it interesting, each of the Gospels kind of does it from a different perspective. So, Matthew touches on it, like, very straight to the point sort of deal. And then you have Mark, who doesn't really touch on it, and more focuses on Jesus' adulthood. And then Luke touches on most of the story, but I don't think he talked about the wise men. He did mention, like, Jesus being presented at the temple, so 
Yeah, and John, I think, also focuses on his adulthood. So I find that very interesting how each of these guys kind of just took it from what they learned from what they saw. And, yeah, and Luke kind of, Luke heard it from Paul, so, or from Paul, maybe some other Christians, but and I think he did some research for it. I remember hearing this, oh, what was it? It was, uh... It's like an Odyssey episode, but I think it was by Focus on the Family. Yeah, I believe it was by Focus on the Family where they talked about Luke and how he went and did like all the research about like Christ to see if he was real or not. Anyway, that's a whole other rabbit trail, but let's just flip to Matthew. Like I said, it is Matthew 1, verse 18 to 25. So if you want to flip there, you can. And if you just want to hear me say it, that's perfectly fine. So this title of the paragraph is called The Birth of Jesus. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he consulted these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. For she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save the people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken to. I am so sorry. I'm actually going to... And my glasses, because I cannot see, because I am completely cross-eyed. So, let's just go find my glasses. I hope they're in my case, or else they're upstairs. Oh, good, they are in here. Praise the Lord. That was a little rabbit trail for you peoples. Anyway. So, here we are. Now I can see much better. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. And that I totally spelled wrong. <laughs> I posted something the other day, and I did it with an E. So, yay! <laughs> which God, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Now, I find with Matthew, that's very interesting how he kind of basically squished it all together, kind of like summed it up, because Luke mentions the angel coming to Mary, and Matthew kind of touches more on Joseph's perspective, which I like, because you can kind of get like, Joseph's just like this random dude, you know? He sees this pretty girl, and he's like, I want to marry you, but when she is pregnant, you kind of like, Mm, what'd you do? So, he he does sound like a nice guy because he didn't want to, like, make her, like, ins how do you put that? Insulted in front of the public? Or just humiliate her. There we go. Humiliate her in front of the public. He kind of just wanted to do it quietly because when you are patrolled, I think it's, like, for one year and then you can, like, go live together. But anyway, point is... I just like how Joseph was just, you know, he wanted to do it nicely, and then the angel's like, woohoo, this is God's baby. So, yeah, and also, Emmanuel, which means God with us. I just, I really 
like that, like as one of God's names, because it is true. It is God with us. God almost hidden away with us at first because, you know, Mary knew and Joseph knew and the wise men knew and the shepherds knew, but he slowly began to show up more when he was like older and kind of be like, yo, I'm the savior, but not like in like a private way, more like in a humble way. <laughs> All right. Oh, and also Matthew touches on the visit of the wise men. So I will go back to this one, I think at the end of the month, and then we can discuss that, but now we go to Luke 1, and I will try to be able to see this time, so we don't have any interruptions from me, so Luke 1, 26 to 38, which is the first title, is the birth of Jesus foretold, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at this saying, and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is in the sixth month with her who was called barren for nothing will be possible well nothing will be impossible with God and Mary said behold I am the servant of the Lord let it be to me that it be to me according to your word and the angel departed from her so that is I wonder how Mary must have felt like honestly that's how I always think like you're just an ordinary girl kind of like doing your daily life who knows if this was it, does it specifically say morning, evening, who knows, she could be doing literally anything at this point, just hanging in her house, and all of a sudden this angel is in front of her, and she's like, whoa, what, what's going on, and, yeah, just, an probably just hearing an angel say, yeah, you know, you know, you're gonna be the mom of God's son, like, how overwhelming would that be, I mean, I would find that overwhelming, I'd be like, <coughs> no, thank you, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I could do it, but there must have been something so special in Mary that God saw, that He was just like, you know what? I want you to raise my son. Like, what a privilege that is! It must have like, also feeling like, that you're that worthy to bear the Son of God. Like, that's just crazy. But to touch on that point with Mary, I was kind of realizing like. The Savior of the world, he came down as a baby, and he just, he wanted to be exactly like us. Like, he wanted to be in the midst of us, especially us, like, just people in general, especially back in that time, just wanting to intercede for his people, who he had probably been watching for, like, hundreds of years from heaven, 
and he just wanted to come down and he wanted to show them how much he loved them and also because he had to die for their sins too because otherwise you can't really get to heaven but yeah that I just find that so very neat how God is just like I love you this much that I will give you my only son so that when he is older, he can die for your sins so that you can live with me. Like, that is a lot of love, honestly. And also, touching on, like, God, like I said, God picked, like, an ordinary girl. Just an ordinary girl doing her own little thing. Like, like that is just crazy how he's just, like, you know, the people that, like, he could have picked, like, a princess or something, you know, that had, like, more money, you know, able to raise better, like, different living, like, situation or something but he wanted to pick someone who's just down to earth and almost amongst with the more poorer folk in a way which I find really neat like Jesus just wanted to be with those people even though he does love the rich people but he just wanted to be with those that he could minister to well and who are willing to hear because they have little so yeah and I just felt that's like such a good reminder because you know we can almost feel like we are just insignificant insignificant in our own way and we just sometimes wonder like what is my purpose like what am I doing here excuse me but God gives us all a purpose and he finds so much worth in us and he is like you know what I want you to do this for me and I want you to do this for me and it might not might not be as big as Mary's role that she had to do but he always has some sort of gift that he wants us to use to spread his love, and to just be a light for him in the dark world. Just, just remember, you have a purpose. And also just the reminder, because sometimes God's plans, like, this must have sounded crazy to Mary, you know, like, excuse me, like, how do I have time? She didn't react that way, but I probably think that way. But just remembering that his plan is best, even when it doesn't make sense. And probably going through all those months and thinking, I have to raise the Son of God? Like, that, that must have sounded really crazy to her. But she did it so willingly, and that's how God wants us to be when things just seem crazy and His plan doesn't make sense. He just wants us to just be willing to go along because in the end, it is good and it is just helpful for us. Because it grows us, and it probably grew Mary into being such a strong young woman and just knowing that she got to do this role, she got to have this gift, and yeah, she got to just be able to help God in that way by raising his son. So yeah. And some like, like I said, some plans can just be like crazy, like you don't know where you're going or how you're going to get there, but in the end, it is good and it is worth it. So yeah. And... If you want, you can read Mary Visits Elizabeth. I won't be touching on that part with, like, John the Baptist and stuff. I'm more touching on just, I mean, Jesus parts. But if you want to read that part, it's um, verse 39 to 56. And the birth of John is from, like, 57 to 66. So, yeah, because at the beginning of Luke, he touches on, like, the birth of John the Baptist being foretold. Because John the Baptist baptized Jesus, which is really cool. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this first episode. It, it, it I hope it's just going to be lots of fun. Right now I'm just trying to 
figure out how to do these podcast things because I still get nervous and my short-term memory has just been really bad lately so I always have to glance over at my notes or else I forget which is sad I need to do more math games anyway I thought we could close in prayer I wanted to do that on the last podcast but I kind of forgot so we're going to do that now so let's pray you can fold your hands or do whatever you do God, I thank you for the people listening. I thank you for how you take ordinary people and you do get them to do amazing things, Lord. And I pray that you will show each, every one of us how we can just spread your light and spread your love in this dark world, Lord, especially now, even though it might be harder. But I pray that we can all just realize that we all have a purpose and we all have gifts inside that you give us so that we can give to others, Lord, and that's what you did. You want this gift. It was not just Mary's, but it was for the whole world, Lord. And I pray that we would just remember that going into Christmas, how you just brought down your son. And I pray that next time I go well as well. <laughs> Amen. All right, peoples. Thank you for listening to this podcast. It was a little shorter than I thought, but I'm really fast talker and I kind of get to the point. So, yeah, I'm sorry for some of the distractions. And next time, I'll wear my glasses so I can actually look at the Bible properly. (laughs) Anyway, you all have a lovely day, and I'll see you next week. Bye!